Well, hey there, my name's Chris Rivers. I wanna thank you for joining us today. And if this is your first time with us, welcome to the Culture Bus Tools podcast. I'm really glad that you're here. In each episode, I explore leadership strategies that increase your capacity and effectiveness with people. During each show, I interview thought leaders, hear their leadership stories, and discuss ways to become better problem solvers and people developers. Visit culturebus.cc to access additional tools focused on each episode so you can create forward movement with your team. All right, well, let's dive into today's show. I have a special guest, Betsy Anthony. Betsy, welcome to the Culture Bus Tools podcast. Thank you, Chris. I'm really excited about joining. Yeah, I am too. Well, Betsy, you and I, we know each other from church. We actually serve together and your son is actually in one of my groups. And so that's how we know each other. But tell our listeners a little bit about where you're located and what you do. Of course. So obviously we know each other through Grace Church and that's the Powdersville campus that we attend. My family and I live in Easley, South Carolina. And my husband and I have been married for 11 years, and we have three children. I work for a company called Find Great People in Greenville, South Carolina. We are a company that was founded in 1982, and actually we started as Phillips International. So back in, in 1982, we started as a textile headhunting firm, so finding talent for companies within the textile industry. And we were purchased and rebranded in, a, in 2004 as Find Great People. Okay. So what we do and what we've evolved to as a, a company is becoming more of a talent solutions company that has mm-hmm. a platform of services helping most any company or organization with their people. So whether it's finding talent for a company, um, developing current employees that they have, or helping companies with layoffs or outplacement services, our main core focus is to help build great companies. Mm. So I started at Find Great People in 2007, and I've relocated to Greenville, had a background in HR, and joined the company as a recruiter. And so just over time, I've grown within the company and just added additional responsibilities along the way. And I currently hold the title of COO at our company. So tell me a little bit about what you like best about what you do. I think what I enjoy most about Find Great People is at the core of our business is helping people and helping Mm -hmm. others. So whether it's helping someone look for their next career move or helping a company develop their leaders, helping executives move forward after a layoff, it's all about helping others and being in the people business is very exciting to me. So that's probably what I love the most. As an organization, we help leaders with talent acquisition. So we go in with more of a consultative approach and help them uncover what are their people needs. So do they need to add to their team and help find those people? Do we need to help develop their employees. We also have a very robust leadership development program where we work with with leaders one-on-one and also, like I said, transitioning. So those are a few ways that we help leaders solve business problems through their talent. So if an organization was going to have you guys come work with them, what is a typical size organization? What does that look like? What does an engagement with Find Great People look like? Yeah, so it really can be any industry. We work with nonprofits. We work with manufacturing Mm -hmm. companies. 
we work with accounting firms, we work in healthcare and, and can help COOs and CEOs of hospitals. So it really is all sizes and all industries. So mm -hmm. every single company and organization usually has multiple people. And so some sort of challenge with people or opportunity to grow mm -hmm. around that talent piece. So it really can be, can be anything. How does a company know when they need to work with you? Well, like I said, any, any challenge or opportunity they have with people. So yeah. if a company is, it's a very tough talent market right now. So as companies are trying to hire, it's really important to partner with an organization like ours because we fully understand the market and mm -hmm. what it takes to get top talent on board. So obviously that talent acquisition piece, but then just, you know, as, as a leader is thinking about how do I develop my people? How do I take those people to the next level? Um, we can really come in and partner. We also have an HR consulting team. So you might have a smaller company that you don't have someone designated to HR and you're not sure about compliance and keeping up. And so a lot of times companies find themselves at that place and reach out to us to partner. Gotcha. So you said something a minute ago. I want to double tap on that. You said that it's a tough talent market. Why do you say that? Like, why is it a tough talent market? Take me into that world real quick. Yes, of course. So um, unemployment, and I know everyone probably is familiar with unemployment rates mm -hmm. are at an all time low for South Carolina and for and nationally. So a lot of people are, you know, currently working and happy where they are. And so in order to make a move, it really requires a lot of effort in recruiting people and selling your company, your organization, your opportunity. Um, and then it's just very competitive with pay right now as well. So yeah. companies are finding themselves in a, a situation where how do I get top talent and not have to overextend and for in compensation? Yeah. So recruiting, selling your company and competitive pay, those are, those are big ones. Talk yeah. about recruiting because I feel like, I mean, you could probably do a lot of that internally. What are some ways that I could do that at Grace? Like how do I recruit people? I mean, I know that we do that through discipleship and we're trying to always recruit people, but what does that look like right. from a corporate perspective? How do you guys, I mean, maybe give me a, a, an idea or maybe give us an, some encouragement on just something very simple that we could do to be better recruiters. Yeah, so I think that tapping into your network is so mm -hmm. important. Um, a lot of times there are many people that we know, and, and social media has helped this. So a lot of times you'll see on social media a company post, you know, we have this this job opportunity or whatever it may be. So, so just tapping into your networks and thinking, who do I know who might be interested in something like this or know people that would be interested. Yeah. So really thinking through that and tapping into it. But then also, I think now more than ever, it's very important to know who you are as a company and an organi or an organization yeah. and be able to yeah. sell that externally. Yeah. So why would someone want to join your team? And mm -hmm. so really understanding that, defining that, um, being able to communicate that. And even if you're posting it on social media or a job posting, being able to, to put something out there that's catchy to people. Yeah. So like find great people is catchy. So yes. <laughs> for you, that's, that's, is, I mean, are there some other catchy, like what are some catchy things that you guys do to even 
recruit for find great people? Yeah, so we, I think culture is a big thing. So, um, you know, once again, now more than ever with millennials in the workforce, Gen Z joining the workforce, Mm. um, people want to know that what they do has meaning and, Mm -hmm. you know, that they're adding value and that they're, you know, it's more, a lot of times more concerning about who they're doing that with and the company that they're doing that with than what they're doing. So really being able to sell who you are as a company and what your culture is like and, and what they would be joining and who they would be joining, I think is, is a, a way that we try to differentiate ourselves. That's good. Well, I know that I asked you prepared, I asked you to prepare a bit for our time by sharing us a leadership tip, just something that would be critical for us as leaders to implement in our day-to-day and why. And you shared something with me that I'm excited for you to share, which I think could tie into that culture piece that you're talking about of meaning and value and knowing who you are, because if you did this, it would make sense that that would create more synergy around this idea. So anyways, uh, tell us a little bit about this tip that you wanted to share and uh, let's chat a little bit about that because I think it's really important. Sure. So the leadership tip that I provided was encourage your employees to practice gratitude in the workplace and model these actions as a leader. So the idea is all about practicing gratitude in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, now people are so, it's, it's a, hot, a hot topic, right? So gratitude is something that obviously everyone is, is great at practicing around Thanksgiving or in their personal lives. You hear about people um, you know, keeping a gratitude journal. That's a big, a big thing right now. Um, so just being very aware of what you're thankful for and, and your, your blessings and the, and the gratitude you have. But for some reason, it's a challenge to do it in the workplace. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's mainly because, you know, it's, it requires vulnerability to do mm-hmm. that. And a lot of times, as, especially as leaders, we're always looking for improvements and ways to get the most out of our people and grow as an organization and, and capitalize on opportunities and do things better. But this idea of what if we just stop and say thank you for what people are doing. And so that's, that's the idea behind my leadership tip. Man, I love it. I want to double tap a little bit on what you were saying, because one of the notes that you said when you shared this with me is that it's important that your employees understand your company's mission and values. So talk a little bit about that and how gratitude could tie into that. Yeah. So I, like I said, people want to know when they join your company, who you are and, and what you're about. So I, I think, and as we talk about gratitude and and maybe even some ways that we're practicing this at FGP, I think it's important to know that first and foremost, employees need to understand your company mission Mm -hmm. and values. So who are you as a company? Where are you going? You know, so your destination as a company, and then how are you getting there? And then just encouraging them to be grateful for what's around them. So as like I said, as leaders, we're always striving for that growth and, and, you know, to grow our company, to grow our people, but just really taking that opportunity once you've made everything very clear for people to just say thank you and to show people that you mean that and that gratitude is the center of your company culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love this idea. I think it's very practical, but it's not something that we do a lot. You had mentioned some Gallup polls, if you could maybe share what you're seeing in the, in the workplace. 
place? Yes. So Gallup did a poll and um, it was really around just the productivity and the improvement that you see in people when they have an engaged manager who focuses on their strengths more than they do their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So in the past, leaders, we might have thought more about, um, you know, how do we, how do we motivate people through focusing on improving their weaknesses and really, you know, this mind shift of focusing on strengths and -hmm. really building people up and, and pushing for growth in those areas. So that was, was the poll that we were, we were talking about. Yeah, I was wrestling through some of this because I I want to I want to make a tool. I want to provide a tool every podcast episode. I try to provide a tool for people to think through. And I was trying to con- figure out like how does this connect? Like what do I do for the next three weeks that help me put this in motion? Really, and I was thinking right. about how humility and gratefulness they go together. And and great mm-hmm. leaders I think possess a humility about themselves that is palpable. Just, it kind of just draws you in and you're just like, man, I just want that. You know, they think less of themselves. They're thinking about me. And, and I really think that that is that, that humility and gratefulness go together. I also think that unexpressed gratitude is ingratitude. So like, if you're not Mm -hmm. expressing gratitude to people, then, then you're not grateful. So you said a lot of people create these gratitude, right? But, but just thinking about this idea of maybe as an organization and you take for the next couple, I mean, I know grace, we have seven core values. I think I'm sure you guys have values, but what would it look like for us to re-listen to those core values through the lens of gratitude. So we, we take notes, we, we create maybe like a core value insight. Maybe we create a gratitude statement that demonstrates that core value throughout yeah. our organization. Are, you know, what do you think about that? What do you like about best, best about that? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And I think that is the direction that we took as a company at the beginning of the year. So we actually asked our employees to go through, um, this was a part of their goal setting at the beginning of the year. Okay. But we had our employees go through an exercise where they completed a worksheet and we had everybody do this in our organization from support all the way to, to leadership. Okay. And the worksheet was, was centered around growth and gratitude. So as a, as an employee, how do you want to grow? How do you want to develop um, personally and professionally? And that was, that's really important for our company and the Mm -hmm. way that we think. So if people are doing well at home, they're doing well at work. Mm -hmm. And so how are they thinking personally? How are they thinking professionally from a growth standpoint? But then we added in this gratitude component and it's completely blown me away because mm. I know most every, we have about 70, 70, 75 employees okay. and I know most all of them very well, but I had an opportunity to receive everyone's goal setting worksheets and the gratitude section was about um, just like you said, write down a gratitude statement. What does gratitude mean to you? Mm. What are some things that you're thankful for that you take for granted? Mm. Um, who are two or three people in your current position that you're grateful for? Mm. And then how do you plan to model gratitude in 2020? And wow. so we put these questions together and, and rolled this out. And as I received these worksheets back, um, just, I was filled with so much emotion because people wow. were just so mm. grateful. And mm. it was just about taking the time to pause 
and reflect and think about it. And so it was a really meaningful exercise, and we've turned those into what we're calling dashboards, where they have this gratitude statement, they have this plan, obviously, for for a sales organization, so they have plans for how they want to grow their numbers, Um, but they have these things that are reminders of how do I want to model this day-to-day and with my teams throughout the year. Um, So it was a really neat exercise. Yeah, that's, that's phenomenal. I love that. I love the questions that you put out there. So these dashboards, are you, are these things that are being brought up in staff meetings? How are you guys now throughout, like, what is your dream, so to say, or vision for helping kind of create more movement around that for the future? Right. So when it's, when it comes to the individual, we have these dashboards posted up in offices, um, just very visible, but we also have quarterly reviews and meetings with our staff. And so they will have, we will review this every quarter and just do a Mm check-in. How are you Mm -hmm. doing with this? Um, You know, somebody might have said, obviously the most common way that people want to practice gratitude is just by expressing it, just by verbalizing it, just by showing someone. Because a lot of times you're thankful for things and you're grateful for them, but you don't, you don't say it, you know, mm-hmm. you might, you might say when your husband comes home um, and think to yourself, Oh, I'm really thankful for him. But are you saying it? Are you verbalizing it? So no. there were a lot of goals around, you know, just communicating it handwritten. Thank you notes. It's mm-hmm. still one of the most meaningful things that, that I've experienced as a leader from my boss is just yeah. receiving these notes throughout the year, um, thanking me for what I'm doing and reminding me that, you know, my work matters um, mm-hmm. to other people. And it's just a, a huge encouragement. So I think as leaders, we have an opportunity to model that and lead by example and just, you know, verbalizing um, gratefulness to others and, you know, handwritten notes, whatever that may be. So mm-hmm. we also have started with our, our staff meetings. Um, at, we wrap up our staff meetings by going around and everybody says one thing that they're grateful for. And it usually is around, you know, something that's happened that week. Um, This past week, mine was, I'm really grateful that I don't have to travel much with my job. Mm -hmm. And some people love that, but where I am in my life and my current situation with kids, I'm just really thankful that that's not a part of of what I do. So it can be something small like that, but just hearing other people um, verbalize it is very meaningful as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back to what you originally said is that great culture creates meaning and value and that's what people want. And that's what people want out of an organization. And so just even sharing what you shared helps me get to know you. Maybe Mm -hmm. she has traveled before and that was difficult. Not traveling means she's got kids. So like, I didn't didn't know she had three kids, you know, how old are they? Um, It just gives me context into the people that I work with because we do like have our head down going Mach 100 with our pants on fire and we don't always pause. So I think gratitude is a chance to get to know one another. And I think this is a great principle. You said gratitude should be a central feature of a company culture. And I think you've given us a very practical way to do that within our organization. Man, thank you so much. I I love this. This is a great leadership tip. You're welcome. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's something that we're really focused on in in our company and Mm want to make sure that 
that our teams are as well. And they really just latched onto it. And, you know, it's, it's great to hear from a leader that they are thankful for you, mm-hmm. but I think it's even more impactful when they hear it from each other and their peers yeah. that what they're doing really helps others. That's great. Well, is there any other encouraging thing that you might want to share with us or challenge us as we lead? Just a challenge for everyone. And it's a challenge I have for, for myself each week is just this week, as you go through the next few days and, and, you know, into next week, be intentional about telling, you know, maybe it's five, six, seven people that you're grateful for them, whether it's in person or, or writing a note to them. Um, just being very intentional about lifting people up and encouraging them in the workplace. That's good. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Betsy. I really appreciate you doing this. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, as we finish today's episode, I want to thank you for joining us. And I also want to mention a tool that Betsy and I created specifically for this episode that can help you take exercise and gratitude to the next level. Betsy mentioned that gratitude should be a central feature of company culture and that effective leaders strive to express and communicate gratitude. To help you put this in motion, we've created this resource that will help you create a core value insight using a series of questions that will help you declare gratitude to others. It is an excellent exercise for your organization, small group, or even your family to do together, which will encourage the kind of leadership principle that Betsy discussed. Head on over to culturebus.cc forward slash podcast to download this resource or check out the notes for more information. And if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, I would love your help in getting the word out. You can do that by subscribing to your favorite podcasting platform, giving us a review and telling others about the show. All right. See you next time on the Culture Bus Tools podcast.